Got two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brand new columns. That's me. And just in brown for your moving needs. Media popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it? Well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pissed, it's all your fault. What is up, little biscuits and sun-dried tomatoes? This is Brandon Collins. Guys, and this is Justin Brown. Wait, wait, wait. This is actually Brandon's evil cousin, Eddie Collins. Ooh, and it's Eddie. <laughs> and we were meeting Paco niggas spoiling movies. Oh, yeah, we spoiling something. Back with another mini episode because, you know, the movie industry won't let us be great, so we can't talk about movie news and trailers mm-hmm. and shit. But it's all right. It's probably all garbage anyway. <laughs> garbage? <laughs> it's all garbage anyway. Exactly, exactly. So that's why we bring it to you. JCBD, our review on the movie starring John Claude Van Damme, the muscles from Brussels, mm-hmm. playing himself. Yep. In the most boring, <laughs> qu- quote unquote, thriller I've seen in quite some time. You know what? I really think that Jean Claude Van Damme thought to himself, is like, okay, so what we're going to do? And <laughs> <M>. Bison! <laughs> He's like <laughs> such a crazy performance, <laughs> and I know he was on cocaine during that. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, he was he, all jammed up. He admits it in this fucking bottle like he does in this movie. Oh yeah, he's, he's like all like, oh, the cocaine. He's like, I was all the cocaine and John Woo. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Is that true though that he brought John Woo to the states? Well, I guess with um, uh, what was it called? It was that fucking blood sport. Yeah, oh. so, yeah. So that was like his big uh, film that he did, which put them both on a map. Kumate, Kumate. Okay, USA. <laughs> we have to do. Uvia, our producer, needs to put more John Claude Van Damme like action movies on our list. Because I, I have Sudden Death on there. What's Sudden Death? Which one? Sudden is that? Death. That's the one where he's a firefighter working at an arena, uh, and somebody tries to kill the like the vice president, and he and he create he you know you know basically he stops the whole fucking thing. It's basically the movie that. Um, welcome Recording to Sudden in Progress. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry. It's ba- basically the movie that Welcome to Sudden Death rips off. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's garbage. It's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, Welcome to Sudden Death is, is significantly worse than that movie. Okay. So, but it's like, it's a crazy film. I, I really don't remember too many Jean Claude Van Damme movies. Like, I oh, never seen I Blood know Sport a lot of them. Before we reviewed it. Um, obviously, it's in Street Fighter. Kickboxer. It, I've never seen Kickboxer. The Quest. Is the Quest the one we watched with the twins or whatever? Oh, no, the Quest is the one on the island, right? Yes, yes, where he's we like a newsie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we watched that one. That he's was an old man nuts. at the end. He's yeah. like, and, that's the, and that old young man was me. <laughs> that's the thing is, at least at this, he's like Belgium. Yeah. He's yes. playing himself, right? Because I can't believe like studios were like, Hey man, you can play American. It's all, all American. He's he was basically the fucking the first Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, he was actually. No, well, Tommy Wiseau was around. Well, I get no, what you mean in regards to like being like known. And stuff. Well, no, actually, Schwarzenegger is the first one. Well, but he. Oh yeah, he did pretend to be American several yeah. times. I'm American CIA agent. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Are you a kindergarten cop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because all those kids should have been like, nigga, where are you from? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. And why are you a kindergarten teacher? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, oh, where's that accent from? Chicago. No, it's not. <laughs> 
they cannot do any of those movies these days. Kids are way too like. I mean, in general, before when they filmed this in the mm. '90s, kids were already like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, but you're now, weird. But now kids are even more bold. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be like, "I'm not." All the kids, as soon as he comes outside to get them, and like you know, when the, the uh, teachers come out in line to get them to bring them into school, yeah, even come in, children, and no one's going with that nigga. Is this just like <laughs> this man's gonna kidnap a stranger <laughs> danger, stranger danger? <laughs> Everybody aim for the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never see us again if we go with this man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mommy, this doesn't check out. <laughs> no, but I was saying is like I think that Jean Claude Van Damme, he was just like. All right, so we gotta have this movie, and I want this to be my big breakout. It's I'm going to show everybody that I'm a big time actor, and I can do anything. So I want to have a dolly shot that raises into the ceiling, and I'm going to do a monologue directly to camera. I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah, apparently he didn't want anyone around on set for that. UV's research found that um, he made the director swear not to tell anyone about the content of the six minute monologue he delivers straight to the camera. So then the director booked off two hours in the fifth week of shooting and called it the X scene. He had a big black curtain set up as Van Damme is a shy person and the director didn't want him to make eye contact with anyone before or during the scene. When Van Damme talks about not wanting to die in the post office, that was the cue for the crew to bring him back into the post office by lowering the crane. Yeah. Also, was that a post office? Because I thought it was a bank. Uh, they have no idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was crazy when he said that. I was like, post office? Haven't they been in a fucking bank this whole time? Yeah. It, yo, there's like, you know, but it, they establishes a post office at first. And then he's just like, Is it the I need same to get my No. In Belgium? No. <laughs> no. Because it's like, it's, you know, it's not a bank, you know. So and then they're just like, oh, you know, I need to get money and everything like that. I'm just like, wait a second, Van Damme, why are you getting money out of the post office? Well, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, he's a desperate man because he needs his money. He has to get an advance from his agent or whoever that shady motherfucker was. Yeah. He seemed like he had incompetent people. I don't know how his reps would feel about this movie. They'd be like, man, why are you making me seem like a sleazeball that don't know the business? So here's the thing. Is this well? I imagine the the why the monologue was so uh, why he was so was like I don't want anybody to see me and stuff like that is because it touched close to home. Yes. Um. So basically, he told. But that us, still doesn't make any sense because ideally, millions of people are going to see this movie, right? True, but like it's different. It's just like you're putting it out there, mm -hmm. and then it's like you know you could take it from as you yeah. want. He's but like, then I have fuck so many ladies. Yeah. <laughs> and I did a movie with Dennis Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> My life is crazy. That was at the peak of my career. <laughs> that's weird because it's like a Van Damme yeah. slash Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. at the same time. Um, yeah, it, it's um, Van Damme is really he's a weird guy. Yes, like you remember. The, so you remember. So Van Damme like disappeared for a long time. Yeah. And then he came back on that random thing for these trucks to show you how smooth they are, where he's doing the split in between the trucks as they pull apart. And he actually did it. So they had these two, like, semi-tractor-trailer uh, tr uh, tr yeah. trucks, and Van Damme standing on top of it, and it's like, you know, this, you know, kind of like, you know, oh, like fucking, um, like, opera music. Okay. And then it pulls out. He's standing on these trucks, and then the trucks start moving apart. And then he goes into There's a no full spit. no way he spit. did that. No, he actually did it. There's no, bro, how long, okay, how, how far extended did he get? No, he went a full split, but then the trucks had to. So, like, yeah. it, no, it's an actual stunt that they filmed. Well, they had to stop, right? No, they, no, they were moving. Yeah, in a full split. Yeah, 
like no, because it came down from him standing, and uh-huh. then they and then they yeah. moved out into a full split, yeah, but and then came back. So it's all about how smooth these things are. No, there's a whole making and they came of back video. Because I was thinking, no, was they like, didn't come back in. Like that was the end of the video. But that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. What happens after that shit? That's why it can't be real. Because either either he's somehow able in that full split with these two trucks going at whatever speed they're going at, mm. is able to like hop up onto one of them or some shit. Well, no. Or they have to like somehow come together to like close the gap without doing it fast enough where they break his legs. And well, I mean, like they, a they had two professional drivers that were doing yeah, it. Yeah, but even professionals fuck up, bro. Well, yeah. It, it, but no, it's a whole fucking stunt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I get it. No, it's a whole, it's a whole, like you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. There's a know. whole there's a whole YouTube video That's about insane. this. That's insane. No, it's 100 percent insane. But he comes out with that. I'm just like, what the fuck is Van Dam doing? Cocaine. Oh yeah, well, no, I think th- th- this was when I don't think he had money for cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's he, he, was, he was only on opiates at that's that point. That's why when a rich person starts doing crack, you know things are rough because that means they can't afford cocaine. Yeah. Yep. He's well, like, <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Cocaine, cocaine is a poor drug. <laughs> That's a cheap drug. Um, yeah, man. When but, I heard about Corey Feldman doing crack, I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, just, he probably never even got to the cocaine level after the 80s. He did the Goonies, and they were like, you got to start paying for this shit now. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I was the voice of Donatello. <laughs> no, was he? Donatello. Yeah, 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 yeah. Donatello. <laughs> he's like, I taught Michael Jackson all his moves. <laughs> you know he claims that, right? I know, and that's insane. <laughs> he's one of the. I mean, Van Dam is fucking crazy. There's a lot of crazy people in the world. But have you seen his daughter, Van Dam? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, she's hot, right? Oh, beyond hot. Her, uh, I mean, not, um, her, but uh, him and Sylvester Stallone. Their daughters are fucking. So is Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, I've seen her too. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking weird. They had a video. But shoot, that means that, they had but, a shoot with Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren's daughters. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, doing martial arts. But that makes like sense that. though, because I mean, all these dudes had like hot baby mamas. Oh, uh, well, shit. of course. And yeah. it's like you know, these guys were traveling all over the world, and you know, and this is the '80s, so they were pounding through every fucking thing they saw. And, you know, it doesn't exist. <laughs> you know, I mean, in this movie, Van Damme's daughter is like, I don't want to be with that nigga, yeah. and he can't afford. The custody battle. And I shit. actually think that uh, they use his actual daughter's name. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. I mean, she was like, he, he's not a good daddy. And his mom is all old. And she's like, but my son, he tries. He's, he's going through hard times, but he's tried. He went to rob a bank. <laughs> this nigga was trying to steal some money too, right? Well, he, he well, asked that's for exactly why he went how to much prison. money he needed in legal fees. That's why he went to prison. At, right. At the, oh, spoiler alert, like, everybody. He's innocent. I was like, is he, though? Because I feel like he was trying to also get his at the same time as doing this big. Yeah, rock. so he, he tried to uh, he, he tried the finesse. He was just like, you know, they wanted to make it feel real. So they made me send the money to my agent <laughs> <laughs> in America. You know, you know, so. <laughs> But that's why he didn't. It sounds so shady. But that's why he didn't say anything <laughs> during the court because he was just like, I, I'm just going to, because it makes him look like a martyr. Yeah. Yeah. And then his daughter comes. It's like, daddy, <laughs> at the end. He's sitting there. It's just like, I know I'm in prison for three years. It's just yeah, like, but I'm but, teaching martial arts. When he got three years, I was like, what is this, Paddington too? Like, damn. This. He stole almost a quarter, you know, a half a million yeah, dollars. True, true. Well, I mean, he didn't get the money, though. No, but he did get the money. They didn't wire it to him or anything. No, they wired it to his fucking uh, agent. Oh, they he did? He paid off a bill with it. 
Oh, I thought that was like all for see. I thought that was all for show. I didn't think they really did that. No, they re- they're like, no, the wire's been made. He's like, did you get the money? He's like, yes, I got the money. <laughs> he's like, he's like, what the fuck are you doing out there? He's like, I'm in trouble. Ah, <laughs> and by son, it was crazy. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Imagine being in the editing booth, like you're putting that movie together, and then nigga does that point at you, and it's like. You just look at the director like, you know, he's supposed to be American, right? <laughs> he's a colonel in the U.S. Army. Wait, what? <laughs> what are we doing here? Um, yeah, this movie, unfortunately, I think it was trying to take, I think it thinks it's way better than it actually is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if that's the dubbing, because the dubbing was god awful. Oh, it's trash. Why did he dub his own voice? That was also the confusing thing. I was like, Van Damme speaks English. Like, why couldn't he also be his American voice, too? They, I know that's tough. They like, probably, they probably didn't have the money to pay Yeah, him. it's probably too expensive. Uh, was, like, yeah. You know, if I go to dub myself in English, you know, that's going to be an extra 25K. They're like, we don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this movie cost $12 million to make. You know that was like nine of it was to him. This movie looks like it cost $9 to yeah, make. You can film this in the afternoon. In like yes. one afternoon. That the opening scene that easily could have been pulled from another movie. This could have easily been a college humor shoot <laughs> that we worked on in the early two thousands. That was so crazy when he did that like one shot, and then like the director saying like paying attention to him and shit, just throwing a dart at somebody. He's like he thinks he's hot shit because yeah, John Woo and I was just like yeah, fuck what? him, fuck yeah. him, fuck he. <laughs> and I'm just like what? Like that's what he's doing? Like these are some they weren't like greatly performed, but these are still stunts, bro. You got to make sure things are on point. Yeah. Yeah, make sure niggas don't break their legs. It's just like, yeah, that wall fell down. Do it again. What? Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, listen, I'm 55 years old. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, too. I think that I think we're, we're darkly enjoying this. I don't think this is definitely Van Damme's intention with his performance. No. But he plays it. He plays it like a, he's the sad, like he's Eeyore in human form. Like he's just so pitiful. Yeah. But it's like he, he like it's a way where we can kind of laugh at it because it's so fucking crazy. Yeah. But it's like clear that wasn't his intention behind that performance. No, I, he was supposed I, to show us level of vulnerability for Van Dam. Yes. But it was supposed to still be like behind this machismo, like I'm a man and I still, you know, I do what's right and I do yeah. the best. I'm a hero still. I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. <laughs> I'm trying to get money for my daughter. My daughter. I've been on the plane for four days. I cannot. I I, I can't eat. I haven't slept in two days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's got a bunch of credit cards. Nothing work. He can't get no money. Yeah, I have no money. Send me. I but need the money though, to take out. Because they told him, like, he kept telling the teller. He was like, he's like, but I'm I'm a loaded man. Just look at, like, ask everyone for money and pay me, and I'll pay them back tomorrow. I was like, what? Yeah, that's nuts. It's like, you're not going to have enough money to pay this fucking lawyer. What are you doing? I mean, but apparently his money was there until these guys was stole it? it all. I don't know what was happening. I First mean, because all, was this bank a bank? Was this a, a fucking post office? Was no it a plan. meat market? Who knows? Because yeah. the robbers, they were, they had no exit plan, really. And yeah. then Van Damme just happens to show up. So now they have a, like, number one hostage. But yeah. it didn't seem like they had any kind of logistical plan. Yeah. Terrible. Then you had the one guy who looked like a who looked like Tommy Wiseau, who looked like a fucking melted candle. They called him a uh, Carradine, which I laughed at. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, it, I would say the robbers are idiots. 
the only th- smart thing they did was framing John Claude Van Damme, making him the face of it. Yeah. But that was by accident. Yeah. You know he just I mean? happens to walk in. And he's so like, he's like, don't come in. No, don't. Again, it might be the dubbing. Yeah. Hey, go away. Oh, Brandon. It was not good. Oh, God. Uh, we, I think we need to get Jean-Claude Van Damme to just call him to the podcast now. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, this guy, I, I enjoy. I enjoy him being around every now and again. What? Why? Uh, why did he even fight? Like, I don't. I don't mean. Like, obviously, if you're a father, you want to fight for your child and like get custody. But at this point in his career, because he's broke and his daughter clearly doesn't want to fuck with him, and like he clearly has a strained relationship with his ex, why don't you just take like a year off? You know, check in here and there. Give yourself some like time to grow and improve. Mm, yeah. Like, why is he pushing so much? Like, he's so he's so sad. And then the taxi driver. He he's grumpy and a taxi driver just rants for three minutes about how she thought he was be he was nicer on screen and shit. Yeah, he's like, I thought you were taller, but you're not tall. You're not nice. You won't even say hello to me. If I want to talk, I'm gonna talk. Yeah, he's you like, listen to me fucking talk. talk. You're in my cab, bitch. <laughs> he's like, please don't talk. I've been I haven't slept in four days. She's like, oh, I'm gonna talk. We in Belgium talk. Don't you remember we talk talk? <laughs> you used to be a hero. <laughs> I'd be like, listen, do you want me to kill you? <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm John Claude Van Damme. You understand what I did to M Bison? <laughs> I'm coming for you, taxi lady. Oh, it, it was this movie's nuts. It's it, it's nuts, yet somehow enjoyable. How nuts! No, it is. the whole scene, uh, according to UVR producers research, the whole scene when the taxi was completely improvised. The director told John Claude Van Damme to just be nice to the driver, no matter what she said. That that scene went on way too long. Oh yeah, for sure. That, that was like that, a three that was and a half minute scene. Yeah, that was a brutal scene. And he just, it got redundant. A lot of scenes are in this movie are way too long. Yeah. They're very redundant. They just go on way too long. Well, I mean, Brendan, how how long was this movie? 96 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> just made it. Just made it. It felt like it was four hours. It did. This felt Lauren Oppenheimer. <laughs> just like, this was insane, dude. Like, even just the scene when, like, the, the bank robber holds him at gunpoint, trying to make him do, like, you know, his spin kick and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't. Why is this so slow? Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Well, it's like he didn't want to hurt the guy. So he just like kicked that. And the guy's just like, okay, let me try. I haven't done this yeah. in a long time. No, you've never done this. Yeah. And kicks this dude in the head. Like, yeah, it's hilarious. John Glover was like, <laughs> he's like, you're too, you're too close. You have to back up. Yeah. But even then, that then it still didn't help the guy. Yeah. What if he did that intentionally to make sure he got kicked in the face? <laughs> Like, what if Jean-Claude Adams like a sadist? He's just like, he's like, no, he's, it looks like he's going to get it. I can't make it seem like what I do is easy. Yeah. Kick that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> that's even more, that's even more nefarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's okay. only, I'm the only man who can do this. <laughs> and Bison, I'm coming for you. <laughs> that should be the title of this episode. And Bison, I'm coming for you. That's so insane, dude. Uh, yeah, this movie cost $12 million, and it made $2.3 million. <laughs> that is money laundering if I ever saw mm-hmm. it. Because yep. I don't hear John Clavett then be like, oh, the JBC Z movie really ruined me. <laughs> He's just like, you know, the mute movie was brilliant, but I, th- I felt that it just, it was going to get its second legs on DVD <laughs> and on <the laughs> and become a cult classic. It didn't quite do that. <laughs> 
Didn't they say that uh, he lost one of the roles, like when he was like up for a role that he was hoping he would get for some money? He lost it to Steven Seagal. Yeah, who agreed to finally cut his ponytail or yeah, some shit. Yeah. Did Steven Seagal ever do that for a movie? No. Oh, okay. No. Steven Seagal is still rocking that fucking dirty ponytail, that fucking rat tail. You know, Steven Seagal is also one of the biggest pieces of shit in Hollywood. Yes. One of the biggest pieces of shit. Like, he, he, he abuses women, abuses fucking stuntmen, abuses just, you know, martial arts, abuses plates. Like, he is just a fat piece plates. of garbage. Yes, plates. I mean, plates of food. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, I thought you meant, like, regular plates and stuff. Like, he was a pop, pop, pop. What? Like, like you know, chopping the plates. Like, he's a, he goes into a restaurant and it's like, take me to the kitchen. <laughs> what is he fucking? <laughs> Where, where's your dish, man? <laughs> He's just like, he's like, I want you to just keep throwing dishes at me. <laughs> What's he? A, he's a, he, he just shows up to every Greek wedding. I'm breaking the place. <laughs> what would you do? Huh? If someone, okay, let's say like John Claude Van Damme, who is worldwide famous, right? Mm-hmm. What would you do if you work at like an Outback Steakhouse and then the muscles from Brussels comes into the kitchen? Because the manager's like, dude, John claude Van Damme's here. You're a dishwasher. Mm. And then John claude Van Damme comes up to you and says, I want you to take all the plates that are in here, and I want you to start tossing them at me. I'd look at him and I'd say, <laughs> um, Jean-Claude, uh-huh. I respect you, uh-huh. but I'm making $8 an hour at this job. I'm not losing it for you. If you want to break plates, go right on ahead. I'm not going to be a part of it. You just ruined this. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. There's no way. Well, like, you work at minimum wage. <laughs> He's like, you do anything Jean-Claude Van Damme says. Like, for real? For real? For real, nigga? All right, here we go. <laughs> and just start flicking plates at that motherfucker. But, like, you, I am not putting myself in a place where I'm going to lose you, my job over yeah, fucking Jean-Claude were, Van Damme. You make $8 an hour and you spent, you, you waste over Six thousand dollars worth of dishes. Yeah, like, like, what, the, like, like what kind of fucking the, question is the that? The brings you into the office. Is like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> what were you thinking, Justin? What were you thinking? Is JCVD? <laughs> <laughs> he told me. He looked me right in the face, pointed at me, and said, "M Bison, I'm coming for you." How can I say no? <laughs> he has an American flag on his bicep. That reminds me of when um, I worked at Bubblegum Shrimp Company and Batman Scoop came in mm-hmm. and I was wearing the host uh, stand. Is down- he actually fat? Oh, yeah. yeah Did you give him scoops of ice cream? <laughs> but uh, so he came in and I immediately recognized him. I was like, oh, shit, it's Batman Scoop. And I have a microphone because you call the reservations and people are waiting, right? Mm. But it goes through the whole restaurant. And so he was like, can I say something to that microphone? I'm like, of course, it's Batman Scoop. And then he. He grabbed the microphone and he went, "It's a fat mascot!" <laughs> like, and so imagine you're just eating your fucking trip at Bubba Gump Mahi Mahi, <laughs> and then you just hear, "Hey, fat man scoop, <laughs> fat man scoop, Brooklyn!" <laughs> it's like, oh boy. At least it wasn't Funk Flex. Also, you say hearing bombs all over the fucking <laughs> Bubba Gump strip. <laughs> Like I, like we said at the beginning of this episode, a lot of people are fucking crazy. Because uh, Punkmaster Flex is out of his goddamn You know who mind. came into my job uh, two days ago? Terrence Howard. No, I, that would have been crazy. <laughs> I would tell him, hey, I hated you <laughs> in a lot of things, yeah. only because we all hate you collectively as a person. <laughs> the world. Now, um, uh, Marlo from The Wire. Oh, yeah. Dope. Yeah, very nice guy. 
Very, re- really cool, like, nice, respectful guy came in with his uh, wife. Nice. Yeah. I was just thinking about The Wire the other day, because, like, uh, some of the kids from season four, I guess, are in a podcast mm-hmm. this week or something together. And so I was like, oh, oh that's so. dope. Yeah, like, I was like, man, that, that season four is one of the best seasons of television of all time. Really, it really is. Fucking. Which also, the dude who plays Marlo, I-, I need to look up his yeah. fucking name. I can't just be calling Marlo from The Wire. <laughs> that's what a lot of them, I mean, J.D. Williams says it all the time. That's all he gets called is Bodie. <laughs> no one knows who he actually is. It's a problem. Yeah, it's a, uh, <laughs> such a shame. Uh, Jamie Hector. Okay. J- uh, Jamie Hector is his actual name. He's actually from Brooklyn, uh, nice. or he lives in Brooklyn now. Okay. Uh, but uh, he's also on the show that I've been pitching on this podcast for such a long time, Bosch on Amazon uh, yeah, Prime. Yeah. Did you talk he's to him a, about that? Huh? No, no, no. no. Uh, okay. No. Well, we should get JD back on the show. Maybe we can like get a connect yeah. to him, you know? Yeah, yeah, get, no. yeah, get him in, get him in, yeah, man. get him uh, in the studio. That'd be that'd be cool. That's the first time I've seen you get it giddy. Hello, <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, man, this movie was just so boring. Like, yeah. for a John Claude Van Damme movie, I thought I remembered it being a little bit better because I saw this when it first came oh, out. Oh, I've never seen this, and so I was. I'll like, never watch it ever. Yeah, I'm never watching this again. I mean, this is. I rather watch five Lifetime movies than watch this again. And you can pick them. I don't even get to pick which ones. <laughs> Merry Little. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Little Christmas. Merry Little Christmas too. Merry little. Oh, God. Merry Little Baby or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Oh, God. I hate that. But like, movies. Which one do you hate worse? Merry Little Christmas no, or those. this shit? Oh, those. those. Oh, those. The only thing. There are no black people in this, though. No, but. <laughs> you can't hate this stuff. No, man. but I, more of a reason to enjoy this movie because you don't want to see black artists oh. just being subjected to this kind of trash. Say, you don't want to see niggas. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see niggas on the screen. Niggas aren't in Brussels. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, what would I do? Like, if I walked around in Brussels, one, I know I obviously have to stick out, but mm. are they racist in Brussels? I imagine so. I mean,. They're racist everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you probably uh, get a whole lot of takers who are just curious. Yeah, I think, for you know, it would be interesting if you and I went to, like, Brussels. Mm. I think, honestly, you and I would get different reactions. Why do you say that? Because of color. Oh, because I'm darker? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Why, in what way? Go on. Because, uh, you know, it's all Eurocentric, so... Mm. A lot of these countries, they tend to think that the lighter is more attractive. Oh, so what you're saying is that because I'm darker skinned, they'd be like, oh, he's probably African. And then they don't want. Well, I guess because Brussels is very close. Uh, well, it's, it's close to France. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, France has its own yeah, uh, yeah. issues uh, there. So, yeah, there, there probably would be some. Uh, racism, assuming African heritage. Well, well, there is African because heritage. Because there's also, like, a lot of ignorance, too, about, like, you know, race, and especially, like, given the tensions between, like, uh, um, I mean, that's that's a different situation with Dominican Republic and Haiti and stuff. But uh, whenever I go to, like, Spain or, like, uh, Spanish countries, mm. stuff, they, they're, they're baffled by me. Because when I talk, they're immediately like, you're obviously not Hispanic. Yeah. But then they're like, but are you black? And so, like, constantly thought this being asked, like, who is he? What is yeah, he? Yeah, what is that thing? Like, they call me a gringo, and they're like, what is going on? He's like, wait, it's an American, <laughs> yeah. but it's not, like, an American. <laughs> yeah, because I think they're used to, like, if you're going to be black and traveling to some of these places, you got to be, like, a rapper or, like, ball player or something. And I just don't fit any of that. Well, I think it's perception. also just the fact it's, like, you know, 
we're a thing that you only see on TV. You don't see in real life. Like I told you, like when I was in Finland and yeah. like, but in the outskirts outside of the Helsinki main city and this young girl sitting there, you know, whatever, ringing me up at a supermarket. And I'm, it's just me there. Mm. And she's talking. It's just to, Justin, baby. <laughs> You're just Justin, baby. That's what I said to her. It's just Justin, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you start bringing it out to a Timberlake. <laughs> I just want to love you, baby. <laughs> But um, <laughs> what if you just did a musical number in the middle of Finland for no reason? <laughs> and Justin Timberlake of all days are like, "What the fuck is going on?" No, but uh, when um, when she's talking in uh, Finnish, uh, and I say, "I'm sorry, I don't, I, I don't speak, I speak English." Yeah. She was just like, it, "I could see it all." And she like looked up. She's like, she was like looking down, not paying attention. She looked up. She's like, "Oh my god, it's a fucking American. It's a black American." She's like, "Holy shit." It's like her eyes lit up. She was just like, oh, oh, yes, da da da. But I think it could also be the excitement that she actually gets to use her English yeah. in her hometown, mm, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then also the fact is like, that, holy shit, there's a black, like a black American. That happened here. to me in Colombia. Yeah. And then Tati forced me to, to speak to them in Spanish at the counters, but then they could respond to me in English mm. so we could both get practice. So I had to ask uh, every day. I was like, yo necesito uh, toallas para la piscina, por favor. Mm. Which means I need a towel for the uh, the pool, huh? please. Go. Yeah, so I'm going to DR on uh, You'll be Tuesday. Oh, where where are you staying? Oh, Punta Cana. You were saying well, that like, resort. You, which resort? Yeah, uh, uh, finest Punta Cana resort. Some shit uh, like it's so for a wedding. Okay. Um, I went to the Hard Rock, and I'm gonna tell, hold on. I'm gonna yeah, tell yeah. you one thing. I'm not speaking the Spanish. <laughs> no, you don't have to. <laughs> I know I don't have to. I've been there before. Have you, you've been there before? Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I think I said it on this podcast that Hard Rock, like I had, I encountered mad racism. Oh, well, I mean. It was like crazy. Like, Tati was like, I'm, it's fine, I'm sure. And I'm like, no. And then she went to a pool with me because, like, they have, like, so many pools and shit. Mm -hmm. She went to a pool bar with me, and she witnessed it firsthand. Like, they did not give a fuck. Oh, and well. I was like, I look like you. What are we doing? <laughs> like, it was so weird, bro. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, let's not get into that. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's, that's did, a whole other uh, section of the world. I did have fun, though, because you don't drink. Yeah. You don't drink at these resorts. You get unlimited mimosas and shit. Whatever you want, baby. <laughs> I was walking around. I'm about to have a third kid, baby. <laughs> Bro, I was taking trolleys around. I was running to different people at the front part of the wedding. They were like, Brandon? I'm like, because Tati's part of the wedding party, so I'm just chilling. Uh -huh. I'm like, Brandon, is that you? I'm like, hey. I have my sunglasses. And <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> I was like, this is so much burn. I haven't watched JCBD. <laughs> it sounds like an STD, by the way. It really does. <laughs> like, really what you got, JCBD? Oh, no. Your booty I'm hogle. coming for you, M. Bison. <laughs> yeah, he got one We got one year in jail for extortion and then two years probation or some shit. Who? Jean-Claude Van Damme. I did. Oh, oh, you mean, uh, uh, I, I, thought he, I thought it was a three year. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was a yeah, three year, three years. Uh, total, yeah, yeah. And stuff. Um, yeah, it was just so crazy, man. And then. <laughs> when they arrested him, they're like, what? Why are you arresting him? He's like, he extorted us. <laughs> yeah, extorted money. And they just like rush him into a thing and just take him out. They're like, JVC, Jan Claude Van Damme. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm like, okay. And it's after uh, like he had the vision of him like successfully knocking off the ba bank robber. And, and then spin kicking him. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, like, yeah. He would have done that an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. That's how he operated. Yeah. Which I feel like there were several times when Jean Claude Van Damme, given that he actually is a trained martial artist, should have, like, got that work in. Well, I mean, yes, because when he was in there with fucking, um, uh, you know, Candleman, uh, when they were in that it. room that alone. That guy was so ugly. And, yeah, he was. And he and wasn't he was even the leader? Question no, mark? He became the leader. 
Which because is so he's crazy. like, we're not doing this right. We need to kill people. This is like, dude, <laughs> like it's already off the rails. Like he could have easily just beat the dog shit out of that guy mm-hmm. and just and just walked out. Yeah. Long time ago, because other guys clearly didn't want to shoot their guns. Yeah, even though the guy with the ugly hair, like he eventually got a bullet in his brain. Yeah. Yeah. Which is such a random. I was like, oh, okay. I guess. And then the other guy, he's just like, he's like, don't do it, don't lift the gun, just surrender. And he turns around with the gun, and then they, the police light this guy up. Yep. In front of John Claude, none of the bullets go through and hit John Claude Van Damme mm-hmm. because you know that's the way it goes. You can't Even have them go out like that. They're shooting high powered weapons. Oh yeah, yeah. High powered weapons. Like the way they were shooting, the- cut through him like butter. Oh yeah, yeah. He looked like Swiss cheese. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. The muscles for Brussels are leaking plasma, baby. And then this other motherfucker is just hiding in the cut. He see the police see uh, he he sees the police coming in, and I guess he just hides behind a closet, and the police just run right by him. Yep. Yeah, that's not how SWAT teams move. No, no man, nuts. And over there, yeah, they would light this shit up. <laughs> Yo, because like those guys, like SWAT, like those, yeah. by that time they're calling in like the police. Oh, yeah. Everybody, a lot of these companies, like everybody's trained, mm. you know, militarily. So they're, like they're not going to make dumb fucking mistakes like that. Yeah. But even here, they'd be walking around and they'd be checking behind corners because there's armed suspects in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it, was, it was ridiculous. None of it made sense. Yeah. And then uh, I wrote down good, good, not so good. Yeah, the dialogue in this movie was trash. Yeah. And also, I, I, I guess maybe it was the dubbing again. That, but between the dub, the poor dubbing and then the acting that you could see, mm. I was like, this is not resonating with me. You know, I hear something really funny. So I used to date this girl uh, who was uh, uh, a translator. But she would do all the write all the subtitles for like movies. Yeah, and she was just like, I watch so many movies. <laughs> she's like, they're so fucking bad. And just listen, like, just like, it's like, yeah, I translated this movie. And I translated this movie. I couldn't even imagine having to be a translator. Yeah, sitting there watching this and have to translate this into French and English because you know she spoke yeah, multiple yeah. languages. So she's. Just translating this shit into multiple languages is like that must be the most tedious, fucking terrible job. Yeah, but I mean, she ain't gonna have to worry about it too much longer because AI gonna replace her real quick. Yeah, yeah. If it hasn't already, no, she she's not doing that anymore. But like, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. she pivoted. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> you needed to. She saw the writing on the mm-hmm. wall. I mean, she probably also had to watch like a uh, some weird shit. She's just like, I'm done. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I'll be broke. <laughs> What movie would make you like quit translating? What horror movie would make you be like, I'm done. I don't need to do this. Ah, man. I don't know. I think, I, I, I can't name a foreign movie, but like if I was a foreigner and I had to translate, you know, certain movies, I think it would probably be like any movie with like John Malkovich when he's like going, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's, uh, like, like Con Air. Okay. Like when, when he's, it's just like, Oh my god! I'm trying to think of like one of his ridiculous monologues from that movie. Yeah. But imagine having to type that out that fast with that kind of precision <laughs> to put it, to put it up there. It's like, wait, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> I think it would be Anaconda, just trying to understand what John Boyd's saying. And you're like, I can't even do this. You should let me do it. The river can kill you in a thousand ways. That's the thing, folks. We've said it before. We said it again. 
people are fucking crazy. Yeah, because imagine being on seven. Imagine being on seven. That nigga. <laughs> and it's not like you just filmed the scene. And it's over. Like let's move on. No, you gotta do that so many times. Yeah, from different angles. Yep, just dealing with that madness. Yeah, and he was just sitting there cleaning a blade. You should let me do it. The river can kill you on the south of It's John fucking Voigt. Angelina Jolie's daddy. That guy's fucking nuts. He's white as shit. And he's talking like that. He should be canceled for that fucking role today. Because <laughs> that is one of the craziest fucking things in the world. so insane. <laughs> you remember the fucking um, uh, the commercial we did for that? Oh yeah, yeah. the rivers, the river spray. I'll <laughs> play it right so... here. I'll play it. I'll play it at this moment. Oh god. My name is Sarong, Paul Sarong. When Mateo and I are out of the river catching anaconda, there's only one thing that we use to protect us: the river spray. Protect yourself from bugs, mosquitoes, anaconda, and wild boar. Because remember, the river can kill you. A thousand voice. Uh, All right, well, Justin, break down our rating system, baby. Stop calling me babies. Guys, we rate movies bags of popcorn, small, medium, large, and the XL40 exceptional. If a film doesn't deserve any popcorn, we throw it into the dog shit pile. We pile piles and piles of dog shit on top of it. So, Brandon, we sat down. We watched the 2008 film JCVD starring Jean-Claude Van Damme and a bunch of other people who never should work ever again <laughs> in the business. Uh, Brandon, what say you? Yeah, this uh, cost $12 million to make, so I'm going to give it a... 12 million piles of dog shit. I hated this movie. Yeah. I was, it was really bad. It was really boring. I was not impressed with the, the monologue. Um, especially given the performance that we got up to that point, I was like, oh, no, this isn't. Yeah, he thought he was on one, but he wasn't. Yeah, he, that was his Oscar moment, right? Yeah, and I was just like, this movie was just dumb. Yeah. At the end of the day, it just felt dumb, and I didn't really, to be honest with you, I didn't really learn that much about JBCD as a man. So I don't know why you go to this meta if we're not going to say something deep about yourself yeah, and your psyche or like, because that monologue just wasn't it. Yeah. It was just like, these are the things I did that I probably regret, but maybe, or maybe I just regret that people think I'm a hero and I'm actually a coward. Yeah. But it was just like, it wasn't, if it wasn't written well enough for me to understand what, yeah. what, which direction. But it could be the translation though. That too. Justin, what about you? Yeah, you know, I, I wanted to troll you and give this, uh, you know, you know, you know, a large. It's not even good but, enough to try to troll. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know I can't do it because there's no way you'd believe it. No. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna also give this 12 million pounds of dog shit. This is a god awful mo- movie, and uh, as much as I wanted this to be like a fun podcast for us to have, yeah. this is so bad. I felt like. You know, we were it's pulling teeth to find things in this film to yeah. actually talk about. Oh yeah, it was it was not fun at all. I mean, the only thing we really have is, and Bison, I'm coming for you. It's not even the same movie. Yeah, it's not even the same movie. All right, folks, there you have it. Our mini review on JCBD. Y'all know you can follow me at Frodo underscore Blackens on Threads and Instagram. You can follow the show at Media P Podcast on all social media platforms. Be sure to go to uh, Twitter. YouTube, all that stuff. Subscribe and uh, let us know that you're watching the show. And then uh, leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast application. And Justin, if you want to follow you as well, support the show financially, what can they do, my brother? Guys, you can follow me 
at uh, Jay Brown did it on the socials, but you can also follow this show and support this show at patreon.com slash medium popcorn. We have $2, $5, $10 and $15 packages on there. You need to be a part of it. Let's go. Let's do it. We have all of our backlogs. We've got bonus episodes. We've got bonus mini shows. Yep. Come on now. You got to be a part of it again. That's me. <laughs> medium popcorn. That is uh patreon.com slash medium popcorn. That's right. Sign up for Patreon. We got so many packages. You can see my package, and maybe Justin one day will show his. Mm-hmm. All right, show. Talk to you soon. Medium popcorn. We are two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brandon Collins. That's me. And Justin Brown for your moving needs. Medium popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it? Well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pisses or your fun.